we're going to give you ideas. And hopefully there's some sparks that come up where you're like, oh, that sounds like that actually sounds fun to do like anything because some people are like anti-social media. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. What's up, Remarkables? Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I am here today with a new partner uh, in this podcast. It's one of our remarkable experts, a great friend of mine, and somebody who I consider one of chiropractor's top CEOs. It's Dr. Elise Wrigley. Dr. Elise, it's awesome to have you on here, ladies. Say hi to our listeners. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. Just awesome. Just awesome. So Elise is, if you don't know her, she's a total badass. Uh, She's an awesome leader in chiropractic. She and I are friends we've met we met at the uac which, which is the ultimate achievers club which i always consider my peer group if for, i know there's lots of uac listeners out there so everybody's psyched to be listening in on this conversation that we're going to have today with dr elise who's just an she's a she's a real badass marketer and just a, a really impressive the reach that she has the impact and the influence that she has so psyched to have a marketing specific conversation we're going to go digital marketing yeah. we're going to talk specifically about developing your personal brand how that shows up in your digital footprint, social media for both the launch doctors, the build doctors, the scale doctors, and even the exit doctors. So Dr. Lee, it's awesome to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation. I feel like it's a little more innovative for our industry too, to be talking. We're specifically talking in more the Instagram, maybe a little bit for TikTok, but the world where younger avatars, I would say ideal patient avatars are for offices too. Well, as you know, this is the CEO podcast, right? So Remarkable CEO podcast for for chiropractors. So this is a group of people that self-identify as CEOs or, you know what, they're on their journey, they're on their ascension to becoming the CEOs. So they're most likely in the build season of their career, right? So uh, they're trying to scale by bringing in multiple associate doctors to make that ascension from owner operator to CEO, or maybe they have their associate and they're trying to optimize that, or they're adding multiple associates, or maybe they have multiple brick and mortars and they're actually a scale doctor who's now an enterprise doctor and i and I, but i don't want to leave our launch doctors out of this conversation right so because i know that there's lots of students and a lot of recent grads and a lot of associates that are getting ready to launch their own business so i want to invite yeah. them into this conversation as we talk about really the importance of a personal brand and how to develop their personal brand and i know that you spend a great deal of time working with the millennial chiropractic group right uh, so so that's it. You know, it's a different animal, right? So that's yep. the reality of it. Um, and I like to say that these people didn't grow up, you know, with social media. They grew up in social media, which has a very powerful perspective. And this is really, you know, this is their domain. Let's talk about first, like, you know, when you talk about a personal brand, what do you mean by that? And, yeah. you know, why is that so important to a chiropractor? Yeah. I mean, I think personal brand can sound really intimidating. It's like when people are saying, like, I want to learn about leadership. I want to learn about being a CEO. I want to learn about building culture. It's like, 
that is a huge topic, right? How do you start a practice? There's tons of facets to that. So same with personal brand too. So I want to chunk this down to be really simple and kind of start with that doctor who maybe isn't a doctor. So a DC2B who doesn't even know where they're going. Let's say they're like, I don't know what part of the country. I don't know if I'm going to be in the States. I might be in other countries, right? Um, I know you have a lot of Australian docs in here too who are probably listening. So those who just not aren't quite sure where they're ready to launch, but they're not sure where they're going to land, right? Um, there's a lot you can be doing ahead of time to really build your personal brand, specifically when it comes to social media. And I would start out with definitely identifying your core values, your personal core values. There's, I know you do a lot of that within the Remarkable Practice, so we're gonna, we're gonna slide over that, but get your core values really nailed in personally, and then also your core values for your future practice. Even if you're not sure if you're going to open up your own practice, someday you you likely might too. So if you just start to dream of the practice you want to be in, if you're a student right now, new doc, start to write those core values for the practice. And if you're a doc who's already in that scaling mode, make sure you have core values for your culture and your team too. So we have core values for our office for impact chiropractic and then core values for our team. And what we want it to feel like and to be like when you're a member on a larger team within chiropractic. And so I would start to identify those, but for sure your personal brand, so your personal core values, and that's gonna help lead your personal brand because what really separates people when they're building online their personal brand is their authenticity, that they're showing up as their true self and that they're not trying to just be a copycat, replicate. This isn't something we're gonna give you a script to today. We're gonna give you ideas and hopefully there's some sparks that come up where you're like, oh, that sounds like, that actually sounds fun to do. Like anything, cause some people are like anti-social media. I'd say even a lot of millennials are like, I don't like to put my personal stuff out there, but I want to just push you a little bit to, if not, if not you, then who are they getting information about the chiropractic from or the chiropractic lifestyle? And it is such an easy way to get in front of so many people compared to when you and I were opening up our practices, we were on feet on the cement screening in malls, screening at fairs, screening all over the place. Just think about the amount of people that passed us by when we were screening and how many people you can get in front of when you when you build that personal brand and get yourself out there on social media. So when you, if you're a student, let's say, or a newer doc, get your social media, whether it's one that you already have going. I Instagram is the main one because our ideal client avatar, her name's Becca. She's in her early thirties. She is on Instagram. That's where she's at. And so we, you want to make sure you're on the platform where your ideal patient or your ideal client avatar is. So some of you might be Gen Z, I don't know. I'm not sure where that cutoff is. Some of you listening might be Gen Z. I, I hire Gen Z. So now that we have scaled, I'm not in our practices, social media at all. I'm on my personal brand, but not in our practices. And so you can start to delegate that out to Gen Z too. But some of you might be Gen Z and you're, you're attracting people like you. Many people choose their ideal patient avatar as someone pretty similar to them. They might be on TikTok. So you just need to start building a brand somewhere and you want to make sure you always have your values to rely to go back on. So when you start creating content, you can say, does this align with my values? And you can also come up with your themes of, I'm going to talk about chiropractic. Well, that might be kind of boring if you're just straight up going through like your chiropractic literature and putting that out there. So you might want to come up with other streams that are really important to you, like family. And you're going to showcase your family. For me, I started my, my Dr. Elise Rigney Instagram only in 2020. And I launched Chiro Intensive six weeks later. And that first launch was a multiple six-figure launch. And then within three years, it, 
I had collected over seven figures just and organically without paying for followers or anything like that, just from starting Instagram. But I put my lifestyle out there, which can be a little bit uncomfortable. I wasn't just going and showing my G wagon and doing all that, but I was showing, look at, I'm with my kids. I'm coaching their softball game today on a Tuesday. Like there is, and that's just a way to start to grow and show your, you know, show your lifestyle too. So you want to show how you, all the things we do as chiropractors that so many people don't know about. So, That's right. um, yeah, let's keep going. So there's, I mean, there's a ton there. So let me double back yeah. and double click on some of that. You know, let's go one-on-one, right? So first and foremost, let's, let's, you know, we're having a marketing conversation. So think about marketing. What is yep. marketing? Marketing, marketing is a way for you to reach a community, right? So let's remember that the purpose of a business is to solve a problem for another person, right? So the way we add value is we solve a problem for another person, right? So when it comes to marketing, marketing is messaging, right? So you're you're casting a message out into a community and right. you are trying to speak into that community's listening, right? So at any given point in time, there's somewhere between 3% and 20% of your people who are actively looking for help and solve a problem in healthcare, right? So 3% of people are actually at a keyboard pounding the keyboard. You know, truth is, is that at this point, people are not Googling subluxation correction yet, right? <laughs> the optimal expression of innate potential yet, right? So <laughs> what they are is they're looking for help with problems, right? So one of the first things we need to do when it comes to establishing our own personal brand and establishing the brand of our business is to get really clear on what are the problems that we solve and that we love to solve, right? Mm-hmm. So that's very often informed by the people you love to work with and how you love to work, right? So going through this process, especially as a young practitioner or as a student or a recent grad, going through this process, this iterative process of like, I know you really haven't been taking care of patients yet, but but, but visualize, like, what do you want that first three years of your practice to be like? I mean, I know Camille and I, my wife, Camille, who's a chiropractor as well. And we were, we were dating since the first quarter party. So all the way through school at Life University, it was, we were always visualizing our practice and we we had our avatar, right? Our ideal client uh, in mind. And, you know, we had our thoughts and ideas. I would love to hear yours around like, what did we think we wanted to do? And what did we think our practice, you know, was going to be like and look like? And at that point in time, I'm like, I want to take care of all the athletes, all of the CrossFitters. I, I like the type A white collar executives. And, you know, give me those leaders. Like, I love all those hard heads. Give me them. I love them. Right. So, and she's like, no, 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 thanks. Um, I want the mamas, the <laughs> girls who want to get pregnant, the women who are pregnant, those who, who want to have healthy deliveries, have just had healthy babies, want to raise, you know, healthy children naturally in an unnatural world. And I'm like, this is perfect chocolate and peanut butter. You'll take care of the families. I'll take care of the dad. You know, it's like, guess what happened? Like, as soon as we get in there, we just, I was like, no way. I love taking care of these kids. This is a blast. <laughs> uh, so it all morphed and changed, but we were really clear around what were the problems that we solved. And how did we solve them, right? So, so much of that is going to inform your market messaging and it's going to help shape your personal brand, right? So when you're thinking about what Dr. Elise is talking about here, it's like, get to know yourself. Think about how do you want to represent yourself in the community and teach and tell the community about you and your business, right? Because at the end of the day, people do business with people and we're injecting ourselves into a conversation. We're introducing ourselves into a community and we're saying, this is who I am. This is what I do and why I do it. And what's going to set you apart is your personal brand. And your brand is not necessarily what you say about your business. Your brand is what your community says about your business. So you want to be really intentional on making that brand promise, 
delivering mm-hmm. on that promise and shaping that story so that they will talk about you. And you know, so as I do, at least people talk about you, you know, they don't just talk about the right. practice. They talk about Dr. Elise and who she yeah. is and what she's like. So I'm curious, like if I were to bump into one of your patients three years into practice, like how would they have described you? Like what was your personal brand in your community? Let's say two, three years into practice. Yeah. Three, two, three years into practice for context, social media wise, only Facebook was what we were doing back then. I don't yep. even Instagram was probably around, but not I wasn't doing anything business-wise on there. And around our community, we were actively involved in the community, still are, but very much boots on the ground, actively involved. And we would have been known for pediatrics and people, oftentimes, you know, dads being like, can I be seen here? Like to the point of niching. (laughs) Yeah, like niching so much where we're like, oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So I would say that would kind of be the forefront of like the niche of what people were thinking. But what happened was I grew really fast and I brought on an associate right away. And then I got pregnant. There was all this, you know, every, all the other factors of my life changing too. But with that growth came me needing to create a practice that wasn't about me. That wasn't about Dr. Elise Rigney and building a practice. So right now I I don't see patients anymore until two weeks ago, I started mm-hmm. seeing patients a couple shifts a week and I'm getting patients who are saying, Oh, how do you like it here? And I'm like, great love it this is great and ownership is awesome (laughs) so like that was my goal was to build a practice that wasn't about me and so there's different parts where what we're talking about right now with these launch docs like you need to build your personal brand and uh and there's there's ways i have three cas right now in chiropractic school so one at life west one at parker one at life and and they're honestly awesome at just showing like they're they're kind of obsession with chiropractic you know like you can put when you're in class, you do some sort of anatomy science drawing, put that on your stories. Like there's a lot where you can just be building and sharing and showing when you're not quite seeing patients. But at some of these, some of these um, schools, they actually have to recruit their own patients now too. So it is important for them to start showing that up. But what I want to talk about is when you start to build your personal brand, specifically on social media, and then you plant yourself somewhere. It's really important when you get there. So we used to have part of like the launch plan with opening was going to joining everything, going to all the networking events, door knocking, all of that. Now, when you get to a community, the second you get there, get on your stories, get on your social media, go to the local coffee shops, take a picture, meet the owner, take a picture with the owner, tag them, that gets reshared. And then those followers of those local brick and mortar businesses come back to you. And then also you can do hashtag strategies and there's a lot more you can do locally, but because you've already built up some credit, you want to make sure you have the followers so you can get your friends and family and classmates following you now. And then when you get to a community, because you already have over a thousand followers, at least people are already going to think you're credible. And there's actually research out there. I feel like in UAC, we've had marketing gurus who have talked about this too, that people are finding their doctors based off of social media. Now that is how they're deciding their doctor. And so if you're not on social media, it's a red flag. And it's like, why is this, why is, does this person not have a profile? And it's how they build trust before they yes. even get in. So for us, they already know what our office is like. They already know. It's kind of funny because people who aren't patients will meet us in the community. And they're like, I feel like a stalker, but how was Sweden? You know, like they're already, <laughs> they're already following and they'll ask me questions. Like, how do you fly on the plane with your kids for that many hours? And I'm getting more like lifestyle mom. And then when they think of, and I think this is just the straight point. If you ask someone, 
where do you go for XYZ? Like, where do you go for a haircut? Where do you go for a haircut, Stephen? Who's I go to haircut? Emma Grace Franson uh, right upstairs. She's been <laughs> shaving that. my head since she was nine. <laughs> She's doing a great job there. But you Elise, know, the I'm nice you, to you. <laughs> <laughs> the second you ask, where do you go for this? Where's the best coffee in town? Where do you, who's your dentist, right? Where do you go to find that? People are like, well, you go to Google. Likely you go to another person first, right? And so it's their directory in their head. And if you are top of mind because of social media and that's where people are spending their time, they're not even spending it on Google. They're spending it on social media. You're going to be top of mind for referrals constantly. And then there's just a lot of strategy behind all of this. There's so much to unpack with, with strategy of what you can do before you ever even know where you're going to be seeing patients. Yeah, 100%. And I think the takeaway strategy here is get on, get early and get active, right? So I think yeah. it's counterintuitive to think, well, you're still a student or a new grad or you haven't even opened a business yet or you're an associate doctor in another practice. Whatever it is, you got two brands you're developing. You've got your personal brand that you want to develop as, you know, Dr. Lease, Dr. Steven chiropractor, right? So, and then mm-hmm. you'll have a practice, France and family chiropractic, right? So I have the same thing with coaching. I have Dr. Steven Franson as a coach, and then I've got the remarkable practice, right? So it's a, yeah. it's a separate and distinct brand, um, and you want to build both of them, and, they, and they'll complement each other. They'll compound one another if you do it right and intentionally. And then, you know, this tactics, we can, of course, we could lose the next five hours in tactics, but tactics mm-hmm. are less, they're less valuable than strategy, right? Because the tactics are going to be different three months from now and nine months from now, right? So the reality is is what Dr. Lisa is laying down here, what you're saying here is gold. You know, this concept of, you know, at the end of the day, your identity is going to be shaped largely by your social media if people don't know you yet. Because regardless of whether it's the first stop, second or third stop, it's going to be a stop, right? So even if I say, hey, you should go check out Dr. Elise, she's awesome. First thing they're going to do is go, they're going to check out your social media before they come in. And that's a referral. Now, yep. if they say, if they forward you her contact information, they go to Google, guess what? They're going to go from Google. They're going to go check out her Instagram. They're going to go check out her long form videos on, on YouTube. Yeah. Then you're know, going to read your reviews and they're going to do all that before they come in. And, and I mean, if you think that you're going to get away with not having a social media presence or one that's cryptic or disingenuous or you know, just about the practice and not about the people and the providers, right? So remember, people do business with people and it's never been easier to introduce yourself to your community because you're asking them to go to a strange place filled with strange people doing strange things, right? So what a great (laughs) way to knock down all those barriers. Doc, hundreds of our coaching clients have grown their businesses following our remarkable CEO program. Well, now it's your turn. We are kicking off a new cohort of remarkable CEOs this month. Enrollment's limited, so don't delay. If you're ready to turn your job into a business, make a bigger impact and a bigger income, the Remarkable CEO program is what you've been looking for. Go to theremarkablepractice.com forward slash REM CEO to apply today. So talk to me about what it means to CEO running a business and multiple businesses and having multiple associate doctors on there. Like, how do you recruit team members so you can fully leverage your team to create some more scalability and ultimately durability here? Like, how do you walk that line between, oh, they're promoting themselves versus promoting the business? Does that matter to you? Because you do that elegantly, you know, the love language of the Remarkable CEO podcast and program is leverage. 
So we're always looking for greater leverage. And I myself okay. find that this is a place where we can all fully leverage our teams. Absolutely. Well, um, just to interject from a bit of that is shocker, social media is a big place to A, recruit. So if you're a scaling doc too, not only are patients looking to make sure you're credible um, and build rapport and trust and have an idea of what it even looks like in your office from social media, associates. I had I did 20 associate interviews in September and I had more resumes than that too. And people are always asking me, how do you find associates? And I'm like, it's it's honestly not challenging for me because of how I've, well, how I've given back to the profession too and speaking and all of that and doing podcasts, you know, um, but also social media. They go and they see our office and they're like, this looks like an amazing place to work. And people who don't know who I am, doctors, DCs to be or doctors will find us and look at our social media. So social media helps with credibility all around. So if you're in that scaling phase, absolutely be showing up. But then when it comes to building your practice, so this is really scaling doctors too, or let's say you've started your personal brand, you've now planted, you've started your practice, you've launched, and now you're seeing patients and you're like, holy crap, how do I keep up with with this social media thing that got me to this place? Well, you might need to start delegating. So you might be at the place of delegating to one person, or you might be where I am, where I'm not touching anything in regards to social media with our teams. Not everyone's building their personal brand in my office as far as associate doctors. And that is just fine because they are pouring into our patients and our community online. And so we have that dip meetup where we do a marketing meeting and it's pretty similar to like a level 10 meeting in the EOS systems, but we have a marketing meeting once a month and one of our leads is leading it. So I don't even always attend it. But they have a whole plan where they divvy out reels to certain so to more of the creatives on our team. And then they divvy out stories where we can break that up because we want doctors showing up on stories. We need to see, we want to see face. We want to see and another red flag is if someone goes to you, if a potential patient goes to your social media and sees a bunch of Canva and doesn't see your face, doesn't see how you sound or how you communicate, they're likely to move on to the it's just like if they're scrolling Google, they're likely to move on to the next doctor anyways. So you can go and you can pay these marketing agencies to have like that, that cookie cutter post that might be educational, but you also need to make sure it's getting in front of people and you need to make sure you're getting in front of people. So I'm not saying don't do that, but if you're doing that, make sure that you're sprinkling in you, your practice, human beings showing up on there too, so that there is connection because the way people are connecting now is digitally. So um, we divvy out every part of social media. And here's another little, here's a little nugget I want to give because every time docs start doing this, they're like, why did I not do this before? And it's free. When whoever is managing, if it's you or whoever managing your social media, specifically Instagram, when you get new followers and you can go, I, I suggest getting followers by aligning with other businesses in town who have the same ideal client avatar as you. Maybe it's a boutique, maybe it's a boutique gym, maybe it's a coffee shop and do giveaways, do collaborations. Now, Instagram, you can collab on there and do a follow for, you know, if you follow this and you tag a friend, get entered to win XYZ, you're going to get these ideal patient, like cold leads, maybe warm leads once they start to watch your education on your social media, but they're going to be coming to your page and we want to capture that and reach out in some capacity. So what we'll do is we have one person on our team in charge of looking at the new followers, making sure it's not like bots or something like that, and then going and messaging them, voice memoing them, stalker, everyone listens to a voice message. They cannot leave it sitting. Like even think of your text. Everyone opens a text message too. Everyone listens to a voice message because they're like, what'd they say to me? 
kind of freaks him out a little bit. So we have one team member show up and say, hi, Steven. Thanks so much for following us. We love to put out content. And if there's anything you're searching for, any education that you're looking for, like if they're a mom, we're probably going to curate yep. curate it more to them. You know, proper ways to change baby's diaper or hold your car seat or anything like that. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to create more education out there too. That's the voice message. And it's right. so simple. It's a human to human connection. They heard their name. They're like, wow, someone's paying attention that I even follow them. They don't even realize that people pay attention to that anymore. It is a game changer for build and it's free for building building a following online. Yes. I love it. So for those of you looking for leverage and you ain't saying yourself, man, I can barely keep up with creating content and then editing my content and then posting my content and then commenting and creating copywriting and then optimizing and then all of those steps and processes, guys, delegate all of that. You are the content creator. You should be in front yes. of the camera, banging out the content, doing the writing, maybe working on the copywriting. But other than that, every single step of the process has to be delegated. For some of you, you might, oh my gosh, how many people I need to hire here? Yes, there's actually very cost-effective ways to do this. I mean, I, I, you know, we leverage virtual assistants as well. Like, so just mm -hmm. using like a virtual assistant, a v, VA or a VCA, uh, you know, I know Kyra Matchmakers has VCA, v, VCA service now, which is just awesome. Yeah. What a perfect way to train somebody up to do this on your behalf. And for short money, you can really be in, in driving greater engagement. And it's the return on attention, right? ROA that you want to pay attention to this space is like, you want to make sure that people feel like, all right, these people are attentive. They're actually interacting. I just went from a monologue to a dialogue. Now I'm in a conversation with my ideal client or potential future client, customer, patient, because I've been intentional about my content marketing, like what am I out, what am I putting out there? It should attract that right person. So, you know, again, Absolutely. The, the strategic approach to this. Man, and I would also say done beats perfect. Done beats perfect yeah. in this way. So um, oftentimes people think they need to curate everything because Instagram used to look like a Pinterest board. And now people read past that. So if you go to my personal brand, it's not pretty. It is what it is. And it's me, you know, and yeah. so. And I personally don't care if I had a curated one. I, I likely wouldn't have changed as many lives if it was curated or not, because they can see I'm human. So yep. just make sure you're not you're not posting and ghosting, making sure that you're leaning into what you love, what information you want to put out there and is authentic to you and not just doing going and looking at mine, going and looking at Stevens, going and looking at other practices, like figure out what really is something like where you want to show up, make this fun because it's a huge connector. It's a great tool for introverts too. Let me just say that. You don't even need to show up and make the awkward conversations at events. You just get to like sit in your living room, maybe change out of your sweats from the top up and put some content out there and connect with others, right? It's It really yes. is a great option compared to anything we ever had when we started our practices. Yeah, there's almost like an inverse proportionality to the trustworthiness and the product and the production value, right? So when people yeah. see things that are overly produced, I think reels are are an interesting exception to that, right? Because there's obviously a lot of production in there, but what you're doing is you're stimulating and feeding that dopamine side of the brain. There's just like people yeah. getting quick hits and you're grabbing their attention, what have you. That that has its place, right? But otherwise, you know, when people are on your side and they look at a video, get to know us video, like about us, about the doctor, whatever, anything that shows up in YouTube, more long form, patient testimonials, anything you're doing to share like pictures just from your life, if it's, if it's shorts uh, or stories or reels, you know, it's it's a garage band approach. People just, they, they mm -hmm. want the content, they want it to be authentic. That's really the, 
you know, that, that, that is, that's the capital of social media is that authenticity and people want to feel that it's genuine. Um, so chances are, if you're doing things, some sort of like spur of the moment, you, you were in, you were inspired by something, or there was some, something that you wanted to share that was, that felt like an authentic share. That's, that's yeah. going to be the most popular thing, right? So you're going to see that, you know, it's the, it's when you're really, when you're really trying to do this real produced, you know, you're, you're overthinking everything and it starts to feel disingenuous or forced or contrived. That's, it's not going to get any traction whatsoever. Be yourself, get in touch with your market message, start with your own core values, like Dr. Ali said, uh, and just making sure that, you know, you are think, thinking about that avatar. Think about that person. Don't broadcast. Mm -hmm. Think about that ideal client and speak right to them. Dr. Elise, you are magic that. Mm, well, be open-minded about what could go viral because, I mean, you know, your video, your Bluey video, you stole that from Bluey, yeah. you know, What's right? a Bluey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know comedy. what's going to go viral. So just be <clears throat> open-minded, let it be, but also realize anything you put out there could go viral too. But when you are opening up a practice, you need to have the mindfulness around you are in a specific location. So if you go viral all over the place, great, you might build a following, but that's not bringing people in the door. So mindfulness around what you're putting out too, that you are doing those local collabs is incredibly important. And that you're not just posting and not having any, you know, I don't want to just say hashtags because strategy can change, but you need to have it so people can find you. People will be like, I posted, I'm done, check mark, task done. Versus like, well, it only got in front of 10% of your followers. We need to figure out how to get it to others too. So just always having more purpose behind it instead of a task that you accomplished. Dr. Elise Rigney, you are awesome. You have such a strong personal brand. I'm just happy and proud to call you my friend. Is this yeah, brand same. badass chiropractor, a boss babe, an awesome mom. I've seen, I've been around you with your kids and your husband, uh, just a great family. You represent chiropractic uh, so well, ladies. So the world needs a thousand Dr. Elise. So we appreciate you mm -hmm. sharing with Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for all you do for our profession too and for humanity. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.